Black Friday is over, but chances are you've still got some people on your shopping list for this holiday season. Well, that is where Complete Ensemble comes in. It's an online clothing store, and it's run by a mother-daughter duo out of McKinney, Texas. They carefully curate the site and carry brands including Cut From Cloth, Lucky Brand, Kristen Cavallari for Chinese Laundry, among many more. They stay up to date on the latest fashion trends, so it takes all the guesswork out for you. You can just go on there, see what's on trend, and they try on every single item and they do their best to let customers know how each item fits. So does it fit true to size? You Should you order a size up? They answer all of that for you. Most items range in price from about $25 to $170. So there's something for everyone's budget. It is online only. So check out Complete Ensemble at CompleteEnsemble.com. Listeners of mine get 10% off with the promo code MELANIE. Again, check out Complete Ensemble at CompleteEnsemble.com. Receive 10% off with that promo code MELANIE. I'm gonna get money, money, here they stay. I'm gonna get money, money, here they stay. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. get money, money, here they stay. Melly Minosha, here they stay. She got the word on the street, be caterers on the beat. Got so juice, I'm on the edge of my seat. From the worldwide news, anything you wanna know. Now tuned in to the Melly Nimino Show. It's the Melly Nimino Show. It's the Melly Nimino Show. You're now listening to the Melly Nimino Show. Netflix just signed a deal to make a bunch of non-animated movies, some classic non-animated movies, into animated movies. I'll tell you which classics they are remaking. I'm excited about it. A woman is engaged to a lamp. Well, technically, it's a chandelier. And the details of her relationship are seriously insane. Sounds like a bright idea. (laughs) there's, There's so many puns. I bet that uh, I bet their chemistry is electric. Oh boy! <laughs> oh, we got to think of more. We've got to share that story with you guys. And is romaine lettuce safe to eat again? I'll give you the latest update from the CDC. And why is Meghan Markle not attending her best friend's wedding? Oh snap! Is there some drama? In the castle, I will let you guys know. Also, I want to get an update from Michael about how he and his new roommate are doing. Okay. Now that uh, his girlfriend, Molly, has officially moved in. Mm -hmm. That is all on the way in this episode. It is episode 124 of the Melanie Minot Show. Oh, first, I wanted to start off with asking the listeners a question. And I want to get my bro hosts uh, input on this as well. Do you remember, was it a year ago or more that we did that fall song challenge? That was last fall. So it was a year ago plus. Okay. Yeah. So like a year and a couple months now. Yeah. I was thinking, should we bring that back? Because listeners loved it so much. Mm -hmm. Should we bring it back again? But I was thinking that we do a holiday song challenge. Okay. So winter based, take a holiday song, remake it you know, change the words, do a little parody song, and then we do our little competition again. Yeah, sure. We can do that. Or should we combine our efforts and work together to oh, come why? up so with the best? So you don't have best... to take the L on that? No. <laughs> not happening. Okay, so I did, full disclosure, I did lose the contest last year. But no, I'm not salty about that because I already know that I'm going to win this one. I already started writing one of the songs, which is why I was like, okay, I feel like we need to bring the fall song challenge back, Mm -hmm. except we've got to do holiday songs. But I was just thinking that you and I are very good when it comes to coming up with parodies. So I thought that we could put our talents together Mm -hmm. and then come up with like two really good parodies. 
Instead, last year, I think we did three parodies each, and it was yeah. kind of a back-and-forth competition. Uh-huh. So I want listeners to weigh in. A, do you want us to bring back the fall song challenge, only this time it'll be a winter uh, edition, so a winter song challenge, yep. or or holiday song challenge? And B, do you want us to do it together, or do you want it to be a competition again, where neither of us gets to hear, oh my gosh, neither of us gets to hear each other's songs. No, and you know what? I actually am a little salty about it, because the more I thought about (laughs) it, I realized the reason I want us to team up and do it together is because my bro host did a full-on mother effing production of his songs. It was an unfair advantage, okay, Uh because on the side, he is a little producer, and he has his little side hustle where he produces music, and he records, and he has his whole little studio in his house. So he spent all the time in the world. I came in, and I recorded those in about five seconds. It's not like I had layered vocals or harmonies or anything that like that and i was expecting you to do the same only when you played yours <laughs> it was like shit that was on the radio it was not fair yeah well you're, you're welcome not, but i don't have those production skills so mine are no, obviously gonna like suck problem. more it is a personal problem yeah, better go to the I studio like, oh okay let me go <laughs> pay for studio time all right you know what i might have to if you really want to throw down the gauntlet You'll and still shut up <laughs> I might have to reach out to someone who has a studio and Uh do a little magic of my own and you won't even see it coming. And then, bam, my holiday parodies are going to hit you and beat you this year. Okay. Whatever you say. All right. So weigh in. You guys can obviously reach out to us on Instagram at Melanie Minow and also at Michael Glazner. Didn't you write a Christmas song one time? Didn't I write a Christmas song? Yeah, didn't I? Weren't we? It was yes. years ago. Wasn't I trying to make a like a beat for you for your Christmas yes. song? What was it's, it? How, it's what was a it pipe, about? Listen, Michael, it's a pipe dream. Oh, I don't remember what that one's about. I write a new Christmas song like every single year. There was something but, about lattes or I don't oh, remember. Oh, exactly that one. Was. That was a parody. No, it there was, was no. Oh, was it a parody? Yes, it was a parody and it mm. was to the tune of Flo Rida. I remember now. It was, oh my gosh, I think that was like two years ago. It was that song, Hello Friday, I've been waiting on you for a long time. Okay. Okay, so Flo Rida song, and I wanted to do Pumpkin Spice Latte, I've been waiting on you for a long time. I bet I have the lyrics still written down in my phone. It was good. We have moved on from Pumpkin Spice to Peppermint, so. Peppermint Spice Latte, I've been waiting for you for a long time. (laughs) Is Peppermint Spice a thing? Or uh, just peppermint? Oh, wait. Peppermint latte. Oh, that's good. And I don't feel so rushed when I say it that yeah. way either. Mm, perfect. I've been waiting on you for a long time. See, oh, See, you know what? I got to keep these it. in. Yeah. I got to keep these in because I might just have to bust that out from a couple years ago, rewrite mm-hmm. the words to peppermint. Sure. You're welcome. And win this competition. Well, well that's debatable. I feel like it needs to happen. But we'll I see need what the end product sounds like. To know if the listeners want to hear that go down. Obviously, they do. I mean, I would think so. I'm excited about it Mm because I'm excited about beating your ass this year. Hmm. How many songs? You know, in the spirit of Christmas. Yeah. How many songs is it? Uh, Three? No, I don't think we need to do three. Mm -hmm. I I think this year we do two songs, maybe do a little. That was another thing. We've got to. I'll do three songs. One will be my victory lap. It'll be at the end. It'll be my bonus track. No, 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 no. You're getting. Okay. You're getting really cocky. Oh, a side B. (laughs) Yeah. It'll be my worst (laughs) one that I'll play. Um, no. We also need to discuss the length in which we were doing. I did like the chorus and you did an entire like two minutes. Wait, we have got to pull up 
the one that you did, oh my gosh, about the fall crunchy leaves. That one was my favorite. And the candles, I don't even remember what mine were. Was Yours were the, so good. I did the John Mayer one. Um, that wasn't the one I'm thinking leaves of. Leaves Fallen instead of Free Fallen. Oh yeah, Leaves, Leaves Fallen. And then I did the 1-800-Pumpkin Spice. That's, wait, wait, how, how does that one go? That was the song by Logic. That was like the 1-800, it was like the Suicide Hotline song, but I changed yeah. it to 1-800-Pumpkin Spice Latte. Oh my gosh, I remember. It was so good. I feel like in order to properly set up this competition, we need to replay two of our songs, two of our best ones, which all of mine were awful. So it was slim pickings for me. But I think that we should recap our songs from last year and let the listeners know, in case they haven't been listening to the podcast that Mm -hmm. long, how the competition works, what the songs kind of sound like, and why Michael absolutely dominated the competition last year. Yeah, there's a pretty common theme uh, about leaves and pumpkin spice lattes throughout all of our songs. So Makes sense for a fall song challenge. Yeah, so... To do a little recap, we can play Melanie's song first. It was called uh, something about pumpkin spice. So here we this go. was oh, this was John Mayer's daughters, but instead it was pumpkin spice. Mm-hmm. Okay, on Mayer. All right. I well, heard this song when I was shopping at TJ Maxx, and I thought, you know what, this would be a good fall song. <laughs> okay, so here we go. Here we go. <laughs> So pumpkins be good to your lattes. Lattes taste better with you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Pumpkins become lattes that turn into pumpkin spice lattes. <laughs> okay. So lattes be good to your pumpkins too. So did you think about <laughs> thinking about some pumpkin spice lattes, huh? That is a Okay, so that was my first one. Yep. And then, uh, Michael, what was you, what's yours that you want to replay? Yeah, so then the next one of the, it was called Leaves Change, and it was a Kesha song um, instead of, what was her real song called? Changing. Yeah, it was called Changing. So mm-hmm. anyway, I just added Leaves Changing in front of it. It's a good song. And uh, yeah, so I will play that one now. It's going to be so much better than mine. Waiting for fall, yes, it put me through hell. Learn to make pumpkin spice lattes myself. Hugs <laughs> with high socks, yes, I love you can tell. So tank tops and shorts, yes, I wish you farewell. When winter comes, we'll stay in. <laughs> stay oh, in you right win. now. All these leaves are changing. Leaves changing. Apple pie, I'll take a piece. Leaves falling from the trees. <laughs> Leaves changing. This is so good. Leaves changing. So that was the leaves changing. Yeah, and if you hear us talking, these are actual clips from that episode. Yeah, the last previous year. episode. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, so this next one, you guys, I'm playing it for the oh, purely for the fact. I can't even speak because Comedic it's just, value. yeah, because it is so embarrassing that I hope you get some enjoyment out of it. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a dying cat when I am trying to hit these notes. Yeah. So when you're picking out your parody <laughs> songs, you should 
pick songs that are, are in my vocal in range. your vocal range because yeah. uh, as it turns out Kesha or not Demi Kesha, Lovato Demi Lovato yeah. is a very good singer it's like so. me trying to do Ariana Grande it's just not a good idea and I really should never publicly do it but you know what I don't really care so I do and we shared it on the podcast so I apologize to your ears in advance all right well here you go yeah it's bad first oh, it is it's Demi Lovato mm-hmm. also one of my jams yes Sounds a lot better in my head than it does when I try to sing it. Sure. It's Sorry Not Sorry. Okay. Of course, the fall edition. Yes. See, winter is a bad bitch, and snow shoveling, I ain't having it. But some Uggs and a light jacket, floppy hats, yeah, I'll wear that fall. And I wish that we could have this weather all year, but now... <laughs> Summer, spring. It's brutal to hear it again, (laughs) but hopefully you guys enjoyed it. And now you get an idea of what the fall song challenge is. And now this is how my bro host just dominated the competition last year. This song was so good that I wish that I could actually download it outside of the podcast and just listen to it during fall. Uh, the one eight. So this would be then the one eight hundred pumpkin spice. Yes. Uh, That song was originally by Logic. And so then I put, obviously, the little fall twist on this it. This was the nail in the pumpkin spice coffin. <laughs> yes, it was. Of you winning the competition. song is called 1-800-PUMPKIN-SPICE. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm, like, choking on water. I've been in my house and I'm lighting up my... Candles that I smell like fall time <laughs> From cinnamon to pumpkin pie <laughs> Who can relate? relate? <laughs> Walking down the street and I'm taking about 900 pictures of the leaves. Now my camera roll is full of fall time. I just want a pumpkin spice. Oh my gosh. This <laughs> is I just the want best. a pumpkin spice. I'm loving that it's fall today. Yeah. <laughs> I just want a pumpkin spice. I just want a pumpkin spice. I'm loving that it's fall today. And let me tell you why. Oh, it's so good. It's so good again. <laughs> I freaking love it. Yeah, that's my, that was probably my favorite one. Oh, my gosh. So do you think that we can top? I mean, I know <laughs> I don't have much to top for, as far as mine go, but how are you going to top yours is the uh, real question. That's a good question. I don't know. A year's passed. Maybe I've gotten a year better. Oh, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> la, 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 la. <laughs> yep. You sound you know, a year better. I've been singing every single week doing the let's get to some celebrity news. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. (laughs) So maybe, maybe this year will be my year. Yeah. And if not, then we'll just play that little clip because everyone (laughs) seems to like that a lot. So yeah, there you go. Now we've got to talk about the woman who is engaged to a 91-year-old chandelier. Okay. That story is old. I guess back in 2014 is when she got engaged to this chandelier. But now the update is, and it was on the Daily Mail, is that she had her arm tattooed with a picture of Lumiere 
which is the same name as the candlestick in yeah, from Beauty and the Beast. Beast. That's exactly what it's named Lumiere. after. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she said her friend named the light fixture, aka her fiance, after the character in Beauty and the Beast. And now she's got a chandelier or her fiance, as she affectionately refers to it, tattooed on her arm. Amanda Liberty is 34 years old. And if you're wondering, if she has the last name Liberty because previously, prior to getting engaged to a chandelier, she was also married to the Statue of Liberty. Oh, well, that's Just good. in case you had been wondering if that's what had happened. I, did, I, I was. <laughs> I was thinking that. Well, that's what happened. And it started back when she was 14 years old. She identifies as an objectum sexual. So she <laughs> is okay. sexually attracted to objects. That sounds like it would be hard to get through the day. There's lots of objects. There's so many objects. All over the place. Oh my gosh, everything would be the object of your affection. Yeah, okay. She went on eBay. That's where she found this chandelier, and she <laughs> said that it was love at first sight. Hey, but I fall in love with all sorts of shit on eBay, so oh my gosh. I don't blame her. Maybe I'm an well, objectarian. Now it's Amazon, Amazon Prime now. I've, the, eBay, the eBay addiction has been slightly kicked. Yeah. And I've moved on to Amazon Prime, which is probably 10 times as bad. So, Well, what do you call it when you're falling in love with everything on Facebook Marketplace? Because that's what Molly is. Oh, shoot. I got that one, too. I don't know. Facebook Objectarian? Yes. Or what is this called? A Objectum Sexual. Objectum Sexual. That is weird. I'm an Objectum Sexual when I go into the dollar spot. (laughs) What, at Target? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I'm like, I need this. I need this. I need this. Yeah, me and Molly were there, uh, what, a couple days ago? And I was there today. We bought a $3, it was like a stocking hook thing. Mm-hmm. And it just said believe and it had three little hooks. And we're like, oh, this will be cool for the stockings. We knew that there probably wasn't going to be a place to put it, but she's like, hey, it's only three bucks. Because it's in that little Target of dollar course. section. A couple so we bucks had to on sale. That's what mom always says. Yeah. <laughs> How much was it? A couple bucks on sale. Uh huh. So, yeah. So, what did you do with it? Are you using it? No. You saw where my stockings are hung oh. on the chimney with care. <laughs> in hopes that St. Nicholas soon will be there. Mm-hmm. No chimney, but they're on the wall. So, and <sighs> that's, that's okay. Santa will find them. Yes. How is Santa going to get You're on the good house? list. Better leave the back door unlocked. Oh, my gosh. Don't tell anyone, though. I don't want to get robbed. <laughs> um, so, can you believe that this lady is engaged to a chandelier? I mean, we've. I've seen some weird stuff. There used to be a TV show. I forget what it was on. But anyway. This the, is like the weirdest though. Don't you think? This it was is, like that taboo show. Yeah, it's super weird. But there was a dude that was like uh, obsessed or married to or engaged to or dating like 16 different inflatable animals. And there were like pool rafts, like a like an alligator <laughs> pool raft. Yeah. They weren't even like blow up dolls. They well, were. I've got three new rafts he can have because our mother came to town for uh, Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. If you listen to our Thanksgiving episode, she was at the very, very end of it. She made a little guest appearance, and she came in like a wrecking ball. Yeah, yes. That Miley Cyrus song, I feel like, is about our mother coming into town. It could very well be. She came in like a wrecking ball, and she dropped off a bunch of shit that she had packed in her suitcase. Michael, I have mm-hmm. three inflatable pool toys now. Mm-hmm. I have one that's a giant engagement ring. Which is pretty awesome, but I just don't know when I'm ever going to use it. Well, you and better then, use it before you get married. And then two hearts. She goes, I just thought it would be cute. Like, it was be cute. You and Brian in the pool floating around on him. I'm like, what in what world is Brian going to get into one of these heart floats with me in the pool in a public setting? Yeah, I don't think Brian really needs a, a wedding engagement float. Didn't he buy a floating piece of poop? That's like more Brian's speed. Yeah. Um. 
Didn't he buy it? It wouldn't. I oh no, it was yeah, it was. It's not an inflatable pool toy though. It was just a floating turd. Ah, yeah. And he thought it was really funny. And for a while, if you guys have followed me on social media, if you're not following me, you should because you miss out on little Brian gems like this one. A couple of years ago, he bought this this floating turd, and he was like, oh my gosh, it would be so funny to put it in the pool. And I was like, absolutely not. That is not happening. So then he started planting the turd around the house. So I'd open my underwear drawer, and there would be this turd. And then and it like had corn little yep. pieces in it. It was mm-hmm. disgusting. It was it was made out of that stress ball material. So you could like take it and like <laughs> whack someone with it, which I often did. Great. But it became a challenge, kind of like the Smirnoff You Got Iced thing. Yeah. Smirnoff Ice. You got sharded? <laughs> well, we didn't call it that, but we should have. Oh. Yeah. We would hide this little turd around the house. So he would. I would put it in his nightstand. I'd have it setting on top of his iPad. It was all about where could you kind of hide it that he didn't see it until all of a sudden, boom, there it is. And then you got turded. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> So yeah, you know what? That's why when you find your weirdo, uh-huh. you lock that shit down. You get married and you just live happily ever weird together. Do you want? To, speaking of floating little turd guy, do you want to tell him about his newest uh, addition to the house, to your apartment? Oh my gosh! And why is it potty related? I, I it don't is a theme here. So Brian, I'm ta- I need to take away his Amazon Prime. Obviously, he got that turd thing from there too. Yes, clearly. So now. And I'm sure a lot of you guys have seen this on my Instagram stories, but he got a Santa. I don't even know what you call it. It's like a toilet cover. Yeah, we so had them. Gr- we face. had them growing up. Yes, but we, I think ours were more like handmade on Etsy, like hot glued. Me, no, our mom, our grandma, made no, no, no. Our grandma made that one. Okay, and it slipped on. It fit nicely on the back of the toilet, and it was sure. Santa's head. And then when you lifted up the seat, Santa was there, but his, he was covering his eyes. Yeah, so it was funny. It was cute. This is funny, but also super creepy. Santa is on our toilet seat, his face. Yeah. Okay. And then you lift it up. There's nothing inside of that. Mm-hmm. But around the base of the toilet is Santa's body. Yeah. And then on the top is this part that matches Santa's outfit, like a Santa hat. And you put a Kleenex box in it. Mm-hmm. And then you attach it to the top or the cover of your toilet seat. Yeah. So what is that? Or the tank. What's the tissue part, sir? What's that supposed to be? Like the ball of his hat? His head. Like his hat. <laughs> yeah, like Santa's hat. And there's tissues in it. Oh, God. Yeah, I mean, it was it was full-blown decked out Santa Claus toilet. And it is still there. And you know what is so, so embarrassing about it? Is it makes that me want to get it, I'm I find it hysterical. Because that's just our sense of humor. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, he's... He's way more into the toilet humor or whatever. I'm not into that. But we just like, I don't know, just being goofy inside the house. It's so much fun. So he gets this thing. He knew he was going to get a reaction out of me. Here's the thing that I had forgot. The next day, we had a group of plumbers and people from downstairs at our building (laughs) coming in because they needed to add in this like, emergency water shutoff thing because we had this incident where several floors uh, of our building got flooded and they realized, oh crap, we have to put these valves into everybody's bathtubs. So, and this other part of your, I don't know, your water pipes. Yeah. And it took two hours. So they said to block it out. I completely forgot it was that day. So, oh, hey, we're here to fix your pipes. And I was just like, oh, okay, no big deal. Like, let them in holding back Bishop because Bishop just wants to like get all over them. 
And then they are like, okay, where, which way is the bathroom? And then I show them and I was like, oh my God, I completely forgot. They probably thought we were the biggest weirdos because I have freaking Santa's face on my toilet and his body on the floor. I think it's kind of awesome. I would probably laugh. They were probably like, these people got some problems. I'm sure they've seen weirder stuff. You know, being a maintenance man, you probably see some pretty bizarre things. So I don't think the Santa was was much on their concern list. Oh, my gosh. Well, I hope they enjoyed it because I was embarrassed. And now Brian always says he's got to go visit Santa. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) He's got... He's got to go have a talk with Santa. <laughs> and he goes to the bathroom. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, my gosh. Oh, he would kill me if he knew I was sharing this story. Okay. Well, you know what? We're weirdos, but this lady's weirder. So there's that. She's married to a chandelier. She said that she, and back when she was 14 years old, that's when she started falling in love with objects. She fell in love with a drum kit. That was her first object uh, that she fell in love with. And sure. then after that, the Statue of Liberty, that's when she she just calls it Libby. Oh, yeah, obviously. And they, I, I mean, I guess they got married because she took Liberty's last name. She went and actually had it changed. And that is now her name. Her last name is Liberty. Well, but now how does she's this moved chandelier on. feel about that? I mean, that's kind of messed up. You would think. Well, she says, quote, she considers herself to have an open relationship with others. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. And she has other chandeliers, but she said, and candlesticks and stuff. But she said that they are not jealous and that they understand the special love that she has with each and every one of them and how the one that she has mm. with Lumiere is different. Well, better hope the Ghostbusters aren't real because uh, Statue of Liberty came to life and she's about to come knocking on your dough. Did that happen in the Ghostbusters? Yes. What? Are you kidding me? Oh my gosh, I don't remember. Okay. They made the Statue of Liberty come to life and then they walked her ass through the water and into New oh, York. Oh, I vaguely remember. Yes. And so if that were to happen for this girl, she'd be cheating on the Statue of Liberty. Wouldn't go so well. Oh, yeah. Also, the Statue of Liberty is now a lesbian, so that's a new thing. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Who knew? Yeah. I didn't even Liberty. know the Statue of Liberty had a sexuality. Well, now you do. <laughs> like, the more you know. Mm-hmm. A school in Connecticut is getting a lot of attention today, and that is because the superintendent sent a, an email home letting all of the parents know of this particular school, Darien, or anyone, I guess, in the Darien school system in Connecticut, that they are no longer allowed to visit school cafeterias to bring their children lunch during lunchtime. Okay. But why? How do you feel about this? They said that it's an inconvenience for people who work at the school. They said from a prof- professional perspective, the teachers are the ones left dealing with the children after you leave, and it isn't good. Because oftentimes, uh, I guess, the parents would leave, and the kids would go, No, Mom, take me with you. Yeah, that sounds about right. Let me out of this hellhole. Yeah, so the kids get all upset. So Molly actually had a kind of similar situation to this at her work. She deals with little kids, and one of the Molly other- is a speech pathologist, by yeah. the way. So one of the other therapists, girl, I don't know, it doesn't matter that— there was two sisters. Only mm-hmm. one of them is in the speech thing. So they were like, oh, we'll bring in the other sister. Well, then it just turned into a disaster when they were like, oh, the sister's got to go. And it, because this. Like, she doesn't need help with yeah. her speech. So, so then it she just can't turns be here. In, it turned into a cry fest for like an hour. So oh, I, I bet. imagine that that's probably what happens when these parents are dr- dropping off lunch. The kid's are like, hey, mommy's here. And then mommy leaves. Hey, I get to leave. And then it's disaster. You're stuck here. Yeah, dealing with a crying kid for an hour. So yeah, so they said that for the school staff members, it's just the best 
option. Mm -hmm. But I just don't think, okay, I see where they're coming from. Yeah. But I just don't think that the school should be able to tell you when you can and can't see your child. Uh, why? I mean, why not? You're because, at school. Yeah, but you're you're at lunch at school. Yeah. Didn't so? you remember back when, did you go to Bay Vista with me? My elementary school, they had a thing where they welcomed parents to come in. And when you came in, you could have your child plus one, as long as you brought lunch for both of them. So it did, I will say, it was kind of a catty competition. Like, oh, Melanie's mom's here. Who is she going to bring to lunch today? Sorry, I just burped. Um, <laughs> what on earth the childhood did you have that I didn't? And then also, what? She never brought you lunch? And I mean, then, I don't remember any of this going down. And then if it were JL's mom, JL would come and she's, it's like, who's JL going to pick to go out to lunch with her in the rainbow garden? That's what it's called. And everyone would always just be able to eat happy meals. Like everyone's parents would always just bring happy meals. What? It was awesome. No. And I looked forward to it. And mom, I mean, Granted, my mom did not do it often at all, but other moms did, and their children would invite me out, and I was like, yes, I just scored McDonald's. What? So it was like a plus one? You got to yeah, third got, wheel on the mom mm-hmm. and daughter date? Yep, exactly. No, I didn't get that. I got soggy-ass peanut butter and jellies uh-huh. and chips. Oh, it's so weird. So maybe you weren't the favorite child this whole time. Maybe it just happened later on. Yeah, maybe you ruined it at all those garden lunches you had. <laughs> no. So anyway, I just think that, I don't know, I see both sides, but if I were a parent, I feel like I would be really annoyed if someone told me when and like when I couldn't go in and see my kid. Like if I want to go in the middle of the day and make sure that everything is a-okay, I feel like you should be able to arrange that. I mean, let them know, but you should be able to go and make sure. So what are you going to say? If your kid's a crier when you leave, you can no longer visit your child? That'll go over well. Oh yeah, I guess you can't. Ban everyone. See, one crying kid ruins it for everybody. Mm-hmm. Now what is it? The goose lunch. ruins it for the gander. What did mom always say? What the hell? I don't know. The goose ruins it for the gander. Stop, I don't even know what any of that is. Thing. I'm not saying it's not. I just don't even know what that is. Isn't a gander when you like look at someone? Yeah. Take a gander. Okay. A gander. So it is. I got it completely confused. I was thinking about when mom says, "What's good for the goose is good for the gander." Mm-hmm. So what's good for you is good for everybody else. Yeah. But that makes no sense nope, in what we're talking here. about. So what I was thinking of was one bad apple spoils the bunch. Oh, that's yes. what she also said. Yep. That's the thing. And that actually makes sense in this context. But so I don't even get that one. Why does one bad apple ruin the bunch? Because you want the whole bunch to be good. And if one is bad in there, then you don't have a whole good bunch. We should change it to one bad spinach leaf ruins it for the bunch. <laughs> now that is true. Because that actually We've is. discussed that at length. Yes. Spinach soggy contagiousness happens from that one freaking leaf. Patient it's just number not zero. as catchy. Yeah. No, not as One catchy. bad spinach ruins it for the. Spinach basket. <laughs> that you'll never finish anyway. <laughs> That reminds me, I do want to get to the update about romaine lettuce, if you can eat it yet or not, if it is safe. Mm -hmm. So I'll let you know. Have you ever felt like there's something interfering with your happiness? Maybe something that's preventing you from achieving your goals? We've all been there. And if you can relate, then BetterHelp Online Counseling is there for you. BetterHelp offers licensed professional counselors who are specialized in all sorts of issues, depression, stress, anxiety, anger, grief. I know I can relate to that, having 
had my dog just passed away. Oh my gosh, the grief was unbearable. Well, thankfully for BetterHelp, they connect you with a professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. Anything you share is confidential and it's super convenient for you. You can get help at your own time, at your own pace, and you can even schedule a secure video or phone session, plus chat and text with your therapist. Best of all, it's a truly affordable option. And for the Melanie Mino Show listeners, you get 10% off your first month with the discount code MELANIE. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com slash Melanie. Betterhelp.com slash Melanie. 10% off your first month. Just use the discount code Melanie. Michael, if you were going to Starbucks to watch your porno, you are out of luck because they are cracking down. Starbucks has announced that they are going to start filtering the websites that people can go to and they are getting rid of porn. Hmm. I didn't realize that this was a thing. But yeah. yet again, I didn't realize you could man- marry a chandelier. Yeah. So, you know. Where else are you supposed to watch it? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe in the comfort of your own home. Yeah. What's the what's the risk in that? Oh, my gosh. I guess that's what it is. It's got to be those voyeuristic type people that would go into a public place and just watch porn. Yeah. It seems super bizarre. It reminded Plus, then me I last feel like week. At, at that point, you're just going to get like immune to it almost. Like if you're just... If you can just watch porn in Starbucks, like, is porn even porn anymore? Or is it like a child kid show? Yeah, I, to them, it's probably like normal TV. They That's just don't have I'm anything saying. else. It's a regular, it's a sitcom. Yeah, I've already watched all the Netflix. So That is so disturbing. It reminded me of last week when you were telling that story about how you watched a movie, a Netflix movie on an airplane, and yes. you felt uncomfortable because there was some nudity and love scenes. Some. There was tons. It was <laughs> okay. all naked wieners. But people are doing this on purpose. They yeah. go there and they use the in-store free Wi-Fi network mm-hmm. while they're getting their peppermint mocha or whatever, peppermint yeah. latte, mm-hmm. and then they're just watching some porn. I just, okay, I just don't get it because I thought when you're watching porn, the whole point is like, you know, to get off. So if you're just watching it to watch it, that's weird to me. Like, well, I don't understand. That's what I'm saying. Why, that's Why are they doing it? Just, it's got to be just for the thrill. Ugh, of like getting caught or something. Yeah. Well. Or you just need your fix, like a crackhead. I guess so. People are addicted like to it. Yeah. Pornhub.com obviously saw this statement that Starbucks released about how they're going to make sure that people are not using their free Wi-Fi to look at inappropriate things. Mm-hmm. And that is why they have now created a, quote, safe for work category, which makes me think then why is it on a porn site if it's safe for work that makes no sense expanding their portfolio they said while we were aware some people's preference in a sexual partner mimics that of their coffee we were unaware that people were acting on such impulses when getting their caffeine fix this is the vice president of Pornhub. To comply with Starbucks' new policy, we've created an option that allows fans to still enjoy great content to which they are accustomed, but that it is appropriate for consumption in public places. What the hell does that even mean? What is it, just like the scenes leading up to it or something? Like I guess so. The babysitter comes over. And so if you just want to get is... some blue balls at Starbucks, basically. That's what it seems like is what's <laughs> happening here. <gasps> Oh, my or just God. It's really terrible acting. That's all it's going to be. It's just like the worst acting part. If you just want to watch some bad acting in public, Pornhub has got you covered. 
yeah, okay, I'm here to babysit your kid. And then it's just a blank black screen for <laughs> 30 minutes. And then the babysitter leaves. Uh, mm. Oh, my gosh. Well, we all know what my bro host's fantasy is now. Well, I don't know what, what the other options are. Probably some Christmas stuff going on now. Oh, probably. All sorts of elves Santa, and like yeah. weird stuff. Yeah, you oh want to see some bad Santa acting. <laughs> I'm sure. Head <laughs> uh, on over. I've got another story for you, Mike. Okay, great. This one is from Melbourne, Australia. Ah, Aussie. This That's... is actually pretty terrifying. Okay. A commercial pilot is under investigation after falling asleep in the cockpit of a freight plane and overflying his Australian island destination by almost 30 miles. Oh, well, that's all right. He fell asleep at the wheel. Had one too many Fosters, probably. <laughs> probably. Mm. He was take on a an little nap. early morning flight on November 8th from Devonport City, uh, I guess, to, oh, wait. Uh, Tasmania? Yeah, I know okay. Tasmania very well. So <laughs> he was going from Tasmania mm-hmm. to King Island, and he overshot it by 29 miles. The pilot, quote, unintentionally fell asleep while in command of the aircraft, according to the Melbourne-based airline that is in charge of the plane that he was flying. Mm-hmm. They said the issue became apparent when air traffic control was unable to contact the pilot in flight and the aircraft traveled past the intended destination point while operating on autopilot. So they were like, oh, shit, y'all. We think he fell asleep. It is on <laughs> autopilot. So they had to take over. Thankfully, the pilot was able to land safely, but I guess it was more of the autopilot that was able to land safely. I'm not oh, sure how that a, he didn't wake up? It didn't say that he woke up. No, I definitely had too many Fosters. They said that he had a, a personal emergency the night before, so he had not gotten a personal crisis is what it was. He had gotten little to no sleep. Got drunk at an Askunkasaurus. <laughs> you make it sound bad, 29 miles. That's only 10 kilometers. <laughs> Vortex Air is the company, and they have also issued a statement saying, quote, this is an extremely rare occurrence, Mm. as demonstrated by the company's excellent safety track record. Okay, I do not like that statement. Extremely rare. That means that it happens. Yeah, I'm sure it does. Maybe he's just hiding from his wife. He didn't want to land. She's waiting for him at the gate. He's just staying up there. Not coming home. Fly around here for a while. Mm Mm-hmm. I know what I'll do. I'll just pretend that I'm sleeping. Yeah, it's safe in the airways. <laughs> the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention have traced an ongoing E. coli outbreak to romaine lettuce. And we had talked about this, but now they have traced it even further to the central coastal region of California. So according to the CDC this week, it is safe to eat romaine lettuce again. However, they said to check the packaging and make sure that the lettuce was not harvested in a Central California region or the Central California region. Okay. So, quote, check bags or boxes of romaine lettuce for a label indicating where the lettuce was harvested. But if it was harvested in the state that you live in and it's not California, then you are good to go and you can get your Caesar salad back on. Maybe that's why the California wildfire started someone's trying to burn up all this bad lettuce and then it got out of control it got out of control real quick Mm -hmm. 
On Thanksgiving, Mike, I, you remember that I played the Lion King trailer for you. It came on TV. It was so good yep. that I was just like, Mike, you have to get over here and see this. Because that was one of our favorite movies Yeah, I've watched up. it like, I don't know, probably 10 times now. Send it to everyone I know. I'm like, have you seen this? Oh, the trailer? Yeah. Yeah, it's so good. And then did you see the one I sent you on Instagram? It's of the original trailer yep. right above the new trailer. And they're identical, except obviously... The newer version and the older version. One is the live dope action. CGI, yeah. I mean, yeah. That was the cartoon. Yeah. Who knew that they tried to that they intentionally did it did the same. same trailer? Well, what's interesting that you say that, or what's interesting about that, is that when we were sitting here on the couch on Thanksgiving, we all said collectively, if they do not make it the exact same and the exact same storyline, then we don't want it. Like yeah. the Lion King is good enough. So don't take liberties and just go ahead and change things you want just because Beyonce is up in the film now. Like, no. Yeah. Yeah. We need all the original songs like the uh, Are You Aiken? Yup, 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 yup. Full some bacon. Yup, 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 yup. Are you hungry? <laughs> yup, 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 yup. Oh think, my gosh. I'm not sure if it's Are You Hungry, but it ends and you can be a big pig too. Hoi. Yes. And they're and in a little Hawaiian luau. Also, um, oh my gosh, I just can't wait to be king. Dude, I had that game on Sega Genesis. Just, get out of my head, Michael. Mm-hmm. I am not kidding you. I was thinking the exact same thing. That is why, like, that's what I think of every time I think of that song. I just imagine the lion, so Simba, mm-hmm. in that game, you have to swing around and avoid the hyenas. Sure. You have to jump from palm tree to palm tree. Yeah. And I just remember jumping on top of a bunch of giraffes. Yes. You would jump on giraffes' heads Mm -hmm. and then you'd have to like have them launch you to the next giraffe. Yeah. Well, just a couple years ago, probably about like two and a half years ago, when I was on the morning show in DC, Sammy, who was like our on the streets guy, he found a website that you could pull up and play that Lion King game. Yeah. We stayed on that thing. I was so freaking addicted every single morning during the morning show. I felt bad because Ty, who is also a host on the show, would be like, all right, so you got that break, right? And I'm like, "Uh uh-huh, yeah, sure. And then I'd be like, shit, Sammy, what are we talking about in this break? I've been playing that damn Lion King game that you gave me. It was so good. But then it was fine because then I shared it with Ty and then like we all were addicted to it. So yeah, that's weird. So I was. It's not weird. It's amazing. And I'm going to find the link and send it to you. That's not weird. I'm saying it's weird because this whole week, I don't even remember how it popped into my head, but I have that big movie screen in my backyard. Yeah. To watch movies. I've noticed. I've watched a couple movies on it. Then I was like, how sweet would it be to play video games on this? Like Mario Kart. I need to have a freaking Mario Kart party. Yes. So then I was trying to figure out what would be the best way to get all of my games. Like I need all of them. So then I realized that they make these like modded out. I don't know. They're called like Raspberry Pi something. It's basically like. A gaming system that you can play all of these games? Yes. Like thousands and thousands of them. Oh, it's kind of like that fire, like a, a jailbroken fire stick. Pretty much, but yeah, it's just it's it's essentially a miniature computer that they put into a miniature like PlayStation yeah. or whatever, and they load it with like twenty thousand games. And then oh if gosh. you they don't have your game on it, you can download the game from the computer and then put it onto your little card, and then you can play it. Oh and so now gosh, I want this freaking thing. That's so fun! We could have game night. Yeah, but it's like two hundred fifty bucks. Oh damn! I know. Or wow. I could buy like the OG regular one. I just saw one on Facebook Marketplace, like forty five dollars. 
I don't know if I'd be where trusting the hell do you some get the Facebook games? Marketplace game system. Well, the description said tested and works oh, well. Oh, okay. Well, then let's all just believe the description. I mean, obviously. You, have you know, years and years ago when the Wii came out, people were putting up there, oh, Wii for sale. It was the Wii box, and they were selling them. They were like, the description said Wii, and they were like, well, it's Wii box. It's oh, the boy. box. Read description carefully. Yeah, exactly. This TV doesn't work. <laughs> oh. Good to know. Well, the Lion King teaser trailer obviously has gone viral and it has set a record. It is the second most viewed trailer from any studio basically of all time. What was the first one? Uh, So I had to look that up. It is the Avengers Infinity War. No, stupid. Yeah. The official trailer for Avengers Avengers Infinity War is the number Why? one. Had the most views in 24 hours. Was How there a the hell that slip on be- it or something? <laughs> I don't know. I am not sure, but don't even know if I've even heard of that movie. Oh, I definitely have. There's I like so the, many freaking the Avengers, Avengers ones. I mean, they're good movies, but Hello, The Lion King CGI remake, live action. Well, wait till they put out me? the new Aladdin remake. That's really oh. gonna blow up the interweb. Yeah, but I think Lion King was bigger than Aladdin. They were both huge, obviously, but yeah. I think Lion King takes the cake. Anyway, I am dying to go see the movie. It hits theaters next summer. Yeah, I was going to say 2019. It's still a ways away. So Mm. something to look forward to. Yeah. Everyone is always about being healthy and knowing what they're putting into their bodies. So why should knowing what's in your tampons be any different? Did you actually know that vaginas are one of the most absorbent parts of your body? So what goes inside there, it counts. And Sustain Natural agrees. They're committed to solving this problem of not knowing what we're putting up inside our vaginas. Sustain Natural is a one-stop shop for vagina-friendly products, including condoms, lube, tampons, and more. You heard that right. Vagina friendly, 100% organic, cotton, vegan, fair trade, sustainably made, and of course, free of synthetic ingredients that are commonly found in some other brands. They also offer a subscription service. So not only do you never have to worry about your period products being toxic again, but you don't have to worry about running out of them either. A subscription is not required, but if you care about your vagina and what goes in it, you need to check out Sustain Natural. Right now, listeners of our podcast can get 20% off your first one-time order and free shipping when you sign up at SustainNatural.com. Use the code MELANIE at checkout. That's SustainNatural.com, promo code MELANIE, for all natural vagina-friendly products that put women's bodies first. Mike, do you remember those Roald Dahl books? I always thought it was Ronald Dahl, but it's not. It's Roald Dahl, the children's books. How does one spell a Roald Dahl? R-A, or sorry, R-O-A-L-D. I was way off. He did Charlie and the Chocolate Factory books. He did Matilda. He did the BFG, the Twits. Don't you remember the BFG? Everyone had to read that in school. Yeah, the big and giant. Yeah. (laughs) The big fucking giant. (laughs) Exactly. Well, they've already obviously made those books into movies, but now Netflix just signed a deal and they are going to remake the movies into animated versions for the very first time. So Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, the 1996 Matilda movie. Uh, There's going to be some more Disney recent, it says more recent Disney films. And then also the BFG. So 
Roll doll. Mm-hmm. I, I put D O L L like it was a doll. Oh, D A H L. Yeah. Do you remember him now? Um, or his books? Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah, I know the books and stuff. Um, I just watched Matilda for the first time, like not that long ago. It's like one of Molly's. I'm big. You're small. <laughs> yes, that's it. So yes, good. I'm right. You're, you're wrong. wrong. Yep. Oh, I forget. Then there's another part to it, but yeah. Uh, so Molly made me watch it because it's like one of her favorite movies ever, and so I just watched Matilda. So now we get a remake. Smart woman. Yeah, the remake will be probably a little bit better with the CGI. And it's going to be animated? Yes. I'm yeah. all about the animated movies, mm-hmm. especially because within the next couple of years, I feel like I'm going to start a family. So then I get to relive all of these classics again, but like better versions. Because now when you go back and look, I remember just babysitting and I would watch some of the movies I used to watch and I was like, oh my gosh, these are so outdated, like Beauty and the Beast before they came out with the newer one. Mm-hmm. So it'll be fun to see all the movies again, but the updated versions. Yeah. Listen, you little wiseacre. I'm smart, you're dumb. I'm big, you're little. I'm right, you're wrong. And there's nothing you can do about it. I had to put that in because I know so many people would die listening to us get it wrong and say like, how do you guys not know it? So there you go. Got it wrong. We did. We got it wrong. Classic Danny DeVito. I forgot he was the dad. Oh my gosh, freaking Danny DeVito, that little dude. (laughs) Uh, So Mike, before we get to celebrity news, I want to ask how the new roommate situation is going. The new roommate situation is going well. I can smell her making some grilled cheese and soup out there. I'm getting real hungry. Dang. Yeah. So it's been good because she moved in on Saturday and then you, okay, Saturday's your football day. So how did that work out? Uh, well, it was not exactly my choice, especially because it's rivalry week, which is hard to say. And rivalry. Oh, gosh, that's hard to say. I told you. Rivalry week. Yes, rivalry okay, week. Okay, people who are listening in their car, don't judge us. You try to say it out loud. Rivalry week. Yeah, rivalry. Rivalry is just a hard word in general. Yes. And then you follow it up with a W and it makes you sound weird. Rivalry week. Yep. So anyway, rivalry week with Florida versus Florida State. Of course, it's at a noon game because Florida State is crappy this year. And so <laughs> Molly's like, this year. Yeah. Molly's like, um, we have to move all my crap and we got to do it before your game starts. And I'm just like, mother ever. Like, <sighs> so we're much n- for sleeping in on a Saturday. Yeah. And I had to drop off our Maja at the airport at 4 10 in the morning or something. Oh my gosh. I know. I can't believe her flight was so early yeah so i took mom to the airport then i came back fell asleep for two hours got woken up at freaking eight o'clock in the morning to go move a bunch of junk and then after i did that then i got to come home shower change and then went out oh sounds like a busy day yep and then i stayed out way past time that i should have i was overserved. oh no oh you were overserved. okay it's their fault for sure i was overserved and asleep by did 9 p.m Flo- did florida win that's a long day did florida win yes 44 to oh, damn. 41 to 14 i think was damn, the final score smoked them yeah so it was a whole lot to a whole little so that's why i was out celebrating having a good old time that's why not because his new roommate was moving in and unpacking i'm sure that went over well uh yeah probably didn't go over all that <laughs> wonderful but i did warn her that do not do this on not on game day week. you guys yeah. he is obsessed with football yeah. you can't, I mean, can't dude, interfere you, can't, you could have done it the week before day. when we were playing like freaking idaho and won like 62 to 3 or whatever the hell the right. score was. Like, nope. I could miss that one. Not Florida, could Florida you know? State. I don't know that I really believe you would miss a game. Yeah, well, no, we, we See, listened to... the uh, truth. The truth comes out. 
No, if I if we ever have to do, we had to. What the hell do we have to do? We were painting my friggin' shed mm-hmm. because it was just the worst eyesore, and I was having a housewarming party, so we had to paint the shed. But needed to paint it during the day. During the day was a Florida game, so I just had it on speaker out back, the speaker that you got me. Oh, okay. And so I just listened to it the whole time. Got it. But this is a rivalry game, so yes. you had to see it. Yes, I needed to see it in person. But the move went good. I mean, mostly everything was already moved anyway, so it was just more cleaning up, finalizing. Oh, shoot. No, it wasn't. Yeah, we got a freaking U-Haul. We went down and got a U-Haul at 8 o'clock in the morning. Oh, man. Big-ass U-Haul. Went and moved all mm. of her stuff. Mm. Oh, my God. Her landlord had to come over because she's on a garage apartment. He had to take off the screen off so of the back balcony. off of it? Yeah. So then you have to push the couch. You have to get the couch onto the roof. And then from Holy the roof. crap. Yeah, like one person goes down. Not on my Saturday morning. Uh-uh. That couch would have stayed on the roof. Yeah, and then as punishment for, oh, I don't, well, I don't think it was intentional punishment, but it was just God's way of punishing me <laughs> of my uh, getting overserved on Saturday. On Sunday, we had to go oh, sweep geez. and mop and clean up and do the final no! stuff. No, gosh, uh-huh. and she wanted to do that super early too. Gosh, so that why was does like moving sucked so bad. It is the worst. That's why it's moving companies. You pay people to do this crap. I totally agree with you. And every time, I'm like I'm never going to move myself again. Next time I move, I'll have. $500 to spare. And then it rolls around. And you're like, dude, I'm not paying someone 500 bucks. I know. To move it's this. what happens every time. And then midway through it, I'm like, God damn it. I should have paid. Should have just paid this. someone. That's how I feel when I start painting something. I get one wall done and I'm just like, why? Why did I do this? Stripes in the bathroom were a bad idea. Oh my God. Yeah. That sounds horrible. <laughs> that was our old uh, condo. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did these like t- cream stripes. Yep. I, I don't remember. know. I saw it on Pinterest. It took forever and i spilled an entire paint can on our tile floor it was brutal yeah that it sounds stuck, it really painted awful. all the grout it was really really bad oh yeah that's definitely not good brian was probably happy about that mm, he was <laughs> i don't think that i actually told him to tell you the truth until he said what is play. with this grout why does it look like there's paint all over it and when he walked in he was like stripes really <laughs> you didn't even tell him what you were doing stripes uh, i don't i think i kind of left it out you know yeah, sounds about it right. It was my bathroom, mm-hmm. so I didn't think I needed to get approval for that one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad to hear that it's going uh, so well. Yeah. I mean, we we were living together while I was in the whole process of buying my house anyway. Basically, my yeah. My house had a whole yeah. bunch of weird setbacks and all sorts of crap that they had to find out. Oh, yeah. I forgot that. So you were Property lines and all this junk that was preventing the actual sale from going through. Yeah. So we were actually living, like I was essentially homeless for- or three, four months. Mm-hmm. My roommate was like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna, by the way, I'm going to move out. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to buy a house anyway. And then the house oh, took forever. And so, yeah, I was just so like, well. you moved in with Molly. Moving in with you, girl. Yep. Well, mm-hmm. good thing. That is a nice girlfriend. Yep. It was pretty awesome. Let's get to. Some celebrity news. Yes. You Hold already on. know it. But we got to actually play the real jingle. Oh, okay. Uh, the live version Bobby. is not quite as good. Let's get to some celebrity news. <laughs> there you go. So uh, Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra, we know that they're getting married. Priyanka? Not, yes. Not a Bianca. Priyanka. Mm. Priyanka. She is so gorgeous. So we know that they're getting married and more details are coming out about their wedding. But surprisingly, Meghan Markle, who is Priyanka Chopra's best friend, will not be attending the wedding, even though Priyanka famously attended the royal wedding mm-hmm. quote megan isn't trying to travel as much as she is pregnant yeah she's preoccupied she- 
that's a good pun. She is. <laughs> she should have wrote that on her RSVP. Sorry, would love to make it, but I'm preoccupied. <laughs> oh, that's so great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember if we talked about it on the podcast or not. I think we might have, but there was a list of all of the things that sh- that Meghan Markle can no longer do because she's pregnant. Yeah, because uh, she's pregnant or because she's a well, Duchess of Sussex? So first it was, we did that list about the Dush- Duchess of Sussex. And then there was another list about things she can't do now that she's pregnant. Yeah, she can't do anything. She can't she, even close her own oh, car we door. Did, we crap. did talk about it. No, she couldn't, she can't show cleavage. She always has to wear tights. Mm-hmm. Um, And she can't leave the country or she's not supposed to. And she already broke that rule because she's traveled somewhere, preg- she's already traveled somewhere pregnant. But yeah. now I guess they're cracking down and they're like, uh-uh, you're not traveling for a wedding. It's not happening. Yeah, well, whatever. I'd be like, put me in your freaking Air Force One or whatever the hell it's called and fly my ass over there. No, Brian was saying, because I was talking to him about this because it was it was on some entertainment tonight or something. And he was saying that it's because if she were to go into early term labor, that yeah. that baby would technically be a citizen born of to wherever country. it is, to mm. another country. And since it's a royal, yeah. that's why they don't let them travel while they're pregnant. In the slight chance that she were to give birth anywhere else, the baby needs to be born in the UK. Very interesting. So that does actually make sense. Now, whether or not it's true, I do not know. Who, uh, w- what Jonas is getting married? Nick Jonas. Is that the one that has... Like cr- a crooked front I tooth still or something. Get jealous. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's him. He was in Jumanji. He's hot. I don't know. Was he in Jumanji? Uh, I don't know. I'm so not good with movie references, Mike. Pretty sure he's in Jumanji. Yes, he has to be the one in Jumanji. So you would never know it, but then they zoom up in his face in Jumanji, and he's got a crooked tooth. My thing: celebrities and rich people doesn't matter. If you're worth millions of dollars, you should never be bald, and what you if- should never have bad teeth. That's okay. just how it goes. <laughs> There are tons of celebrities that are bald. The Rock. Could you imagine him? You saw those pictures of him with hair. He is better bald. Okay. If okay, there's exceptions. If you're Jason Statham and The Rock, and your whole deal <laughs> is to scare people, then you can be bald. Yeah. But if you're if you're a celebrity that is holding on to your last bit of hair, teeny tiny little shreds of yes, hair, then you're a no freaking excuse. millionaire, dude. Go get some Bosley. Like, make it happen. Go get some Invisalign. What what is your excuse? You got millions of bucks. Totally agree with you about the hair thing, because I always thought that Prince William should have invested in some hair plugs before it got so bad. Now he's just straight up rocking that bald spot. If he would have started out when people kind of weren't noticing, then he could have just had a full head of hair his whole entire life. But no, now everybody, it would be headline news if he were to go get hair plugs. Yeah, and see, maybe that's the same thing with Nick Jonas. Maybe he can't change his his. his I don't think Nick now. Jonas needs to change anything. He went viral today because there's this image of him golfing, and even though it's a wrinkle on his pants, it looks like his junk, and everybody is freaking out about it. What? Yes. What do you mean everyone? You. It sounds like you are freaking out about it. <laughs> okay. Well, me and um, drinks, drinks for gays on Instagram. Oh my gosh, they're the ones who posted it, and I was dying reading the comments. People were like, "Well, after investigating the photo for forty-five minutes, I can confirm that that is in fact his penis." What in the world? So I typed in Nick Jonas teeth, by the way. Yeah. And the very first thing that came up was a BuzzFeed article, and it said, "By the way, Nick Jonas has three front teeth." I never noticed that, and I interviewed him. Really? Yeah, he's just hot. I don't know. I could. I think I get over it's three front front teeth. And then it also Third nipple, like sure. the, the second thing Why that not? came up was uh, Nick Jonas it's teeth. Nick Jonas. Jumanji. 
So I think oh, Jumanji yeah. put him on blast because there was too many close-up zoom-in shots. Of his teeth. Yeah, I mean, it's not like they're terrible. They're not like rotten falling out of his face. But I'm just saying, yeah, but like, what if he just likes to have some character? I have like a little bit of a crooked bottom tooth and I'm just chilling with it. I'm going to leave it. Yeah, my bottom teeth are starting to get all jacked up. They yeah, were, because they when you get straight. older, they get like compacted or something. Yeah, something's going on. So the then my dentist is always older. like, wants them a Visalign? I'm like, yeah, sure. And he's like, 20 Gs. I'm like, no thanks. Next time. <laughs> See you in six months. I'll catch you next time, Leia. Yeah. Uh, if you don't already know, Plies, the rapper, he has an Instagram page that is very, very popular because he posts videos on it mm-hmm. every single day. Yeah. And some of them are hard to understand because he just goes on and on and talks in his own language. Yep. But yesterday he posted a PSA to everyone out there. Does everyone know who Plies is, by the way? It's Plies. We can't miss Becky, please. Raise her hand. And no, because I think that that song was just popular here in Florida. What? No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. No, I've had this conversation. I've had this conversation because I said, play that song, Becky, one time when we were all drinking at my friend's apartment, and they all looked at me like I was crazy, and I said, you guys don't know about Plies, and then I started playing them, and then it became a thing where every time I was over there, they were like, oh, we gotta play Plies. They thought it was so funny, his songs. What? Yes, and they loved it. It was like brand new music I to mean, them. I mean, Plies is definitely a southern that was artist, in but I thought, I thought that song, Becky, was nationwide. Some people know him, though, because he was on the countdown on BET, like 106 in Park and stuff. So I feel like some people know him. But most recently, people know him because of his Instagram. Okay. So anyway, he posted this video, and it's just a good PSA to everyone out there that is still eating Thanksgiving leftovers today. Okay? I just finished our Thanksgiving leftovers yesterday. Michael, I think it's the cutoff. Yesterday. That's it. No more Thanksgiving leftovers. Well, yeah, there's no more because there is no more. (laughs) Okay, that's why. Yeah, we're all out of green bean casserole. We're all out of mac and cheese. We do still have stuffing, though. So, Mm. and then we still have some brown turkey or brown turkey, dark meat turkey, dark meat turkey, dark meat, and we're gonna chop that up and make turkey salad sandwiches. So good. Ooh, see, I don't know. Plies is against you. He's saying no. He's saying nah, playa. You got to be done with Thanksgiving. (laughs) Listen. Okay, here's a little clip of Plies. Gonna play this in the break room today at work or wherever. But if you see anybody, I repeat, anybody, take that motherfucking aluminum foil off their plate today. Aluminum <laughs> foil. And you see any signs of motherfucking dressing, collard green, macaroni and cheese, turkey, ham, any of that shit, that call the motherfucking police. That, 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 that what you do. Call the motherfucker. Don't confront them. Politely walk off. And call the motherfucking police. That, that's all. That's all. Cause ain't no motherfucker on Wednesday. If you see any signs, <laughs> on any Wednesday, that shit that's your cutoff, Michael. So d- don't even confront them. They're Just walk politely, the walk off, and press nine motherfucking one one nine one one. Okay, applies. So applies. Apparently, he's so extra. Yeah, he says that there's an expiration date on your uh, amount that you can eat Thanksgiving. Yep, and it was officially yesterday, Whoops. and you were still eating. You were that person in the break room with the tin foil. Yeah, but my break room is my house, so it worked out <laughs> so, well. So no judgment. Mm-hmm. It's time for the heart happy story, and I think that a lot of people can relate to this. This girl is 19 years old. Her name is Brianna Cry, and she was going through a bunch of old family scrapbooks over Thanksgiving break, which is exactly what I did. I went through boxes and boxes of photos. 
photos to try to find pictures of Brian and I together when we were babies. Yep. I was successful in finding some pictures of Michael, my bro host, and my fiance, Brian. Yep. But none of just Brian and I, which is what I was looking for. But anyway... So she's going through all these photos during Thanksgiving break. She comes across a photo of a friend that she had met on a dinner cruise as a kid. She said they became basically fast friends. Like they just hit it off and it was just her little cruise buddy. But then once the cruise was over, families went separate ways and they never spoke again. Because of course, they were little kids. Well, now she's taken the photo to Twitter. It has been over a decade. And she said, let's see if Twitter can find her for me. Hey, Twitter, I met this girl on a dinner cruise in Hawaii in 2006. We were basically best friends for that night. So I need y'all to help me find my best friend because I miss her and I need to see how she's doing now. Please retweet this so we can be reunited. So if I tweeted that, I think nobody, I wouldn't get any retweets. I don't know how it goes. I don't know the algorithm. I don't know how things go viral. But exactly. I feel like if I posted that up, it would just sit there on my Twitter feed. And I'd go, well, this is embarrassing. Mm -hmm. No one wants to reunite me. And also, I'm on the other side. I'm trying to figure out how I can distance myself from people. I still know all the people that I knew when I was younger. It's called Facebook. Mm Mm-hmm. So I don't need any updates. I'm like, oh, I need help finding this person. And then my person would just write back like, oh, girl, I'm right here. And I'd be like, yeah, you are. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't go nowhere. I didn't go anywhere. So anyway, how long do you think it took for Twitter to help her reunite with her long lost friend? 24 hours. Wrong. 12 hours. 11 hours and 18 minutes. Nice. It got 99,000 retweets and over 211,000 likes. Brianna said that she was shocked and really surprised at how helpful the internet was. Heidi High Train is the child in Brianna's cruise photo. And she posted a photo that she also had from the cruise. And she tweeted it back to her and said, hey, I heard you were looking for me. That's awesome. What the heck? Yes. Isn't that so great? That is so bizarre. They're now 18 years old. And everybody on Twitter is freaking out. They're like, I'm crying. This is so beautiful. Coolest thing I've ever witnessed on Twitter. And uh, now they are, people were saying like, you guys should start a YouTube channel together and all of this stuff. They've already been talking on FaceTime. They FaceTime. Mm-hmm. They don't live on the same coast. So one lives uh, out in California. The other one lives on the East Coast, I guess. So they have plans eventually to meet up, but no specific date set. But of course, the internet and I feel like the Ellen show will make it happen. Oh, yeah. Ellen makes everything happen. Ellen or the Today Show. Somebody is going to reunite these two. But until then, it's FaceTime and social media, quote, will have to do, said hi. But of course... With a good story, obviously the internet also can take that and turn it into a meme, which has already happened. This is so funny. This guy took a photo of him holding up a $100 bill next to his face. And he said, hey, Twitter, I met this blank on a dinner cruise in Hawaii in 2006. We were basically best friends for that night. So I need y'all to help me find my best friend because I miss him and I need to see how he's doing. Please retweet this so we can be reunited. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. And the photo is so funny. The guy's like smiling, just like the girl in the picture next to this $100 bill. Good job, Internet. Oh, so good. Yay. There we go. A hard, happy story from the Internet. It never happens. Mm. It's usually full of trolls. So there we go. If you guys have a hard, happy story, you can always submit them to me. Just email them, melanie at melanieminot.com. 
And don't forget to let us know if you want us to bring back the fall challenge, winter edition. Tweet me at Tweet Melanie M. You can also tweet my bro host. At Michael Glazner on everything. Same thing, yeah. You can also hit him up in his DMs on Instagram. You can DM me at Melanie Minot as well. And let us know if we should bring the challenge back. Also, if you want to give me some ideas in my DM, I won't turn them down. (laughs) Just saying. Yeah, be sure to follow us on everything and subscribe, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already done so. And also screenshot the episode that you're listening to and share it on your Instagram stories and on social media. Let other people know that they should be checking out the Melanie Minot show. Thank you guys so much for listening every single week and we will talk to you next week. Mike, have one of your fall songs take us out. All right, so we'll have uh, my Leaves Fallen version be our outro instead of the traditional one well, there we go sorry black cat you got the boot this week uh, wait, i'll up a black cat at the very end just to, oh okay yeah you gotta give the people finality when you they're listening to. to the episode mm-hmm. if they don't hear that they're like what the hell thought it was never over or at least it's a john mayer cover anyway okay yeah because it sounds like free falling it, well leaves falling oh i see <laughs> there's a cool breeze blowing through the city there's some orange leaves <laughs> falling in my yard. <laughs> we roll clocks back. I'm standing in the shadows. Now there's sunsets. Before I'm home from work, now there's leaves. Bum, bum, bum. Okay. Leaves falling. Mike, you spent way more time <laughs> on yours than I did on mine. Now there's leaves. This is so good. It's <laughs> falling, falling. And then I let it go just like John Mayer does, and we just keep on going. Oh my god. She got the word on the street, be caterers on the beat. Goss so juice, I'm on the edge of my seat. Run the worldwide news, anything you wanna know. Now tuned in to the Melanie Mano show. Sorry, gotta go, go. Sorry, gotta go, go. Say bye-bye. It's the Melanie Mano show. Follow her on Instagram and Melanie Mano. Hit her with a D. And none for Gretchen Wieners.